Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show in Square Gators with, of course, the voice of RSN, Dan Hibbard. A lot to talk about in racing. The Mooney Valley night season started last night with, of course, the stock stakes and the Moyer stakes, and it was a ripping, uh, ripping uh, crowd there at Mooney Valley. As so I welcome Dan Hibbard to the microphone at 1FM. Dan, big crowd last night at the Valley, 7,000 people in their Collingwood and Brisbane attire. And uh, I was up in the members. I had to sort of put on the penguin suit, but uh, I was in black and white. But anyway, uh, that was by default. But, uh, yeah, big crowd last night and great start to the season. Morning stats. Yes, uh, I was at Bendigo at the Dogs last night and that was uh, all that was really coming through on the, the coverage was the the very strong crowd on course, uh, the perfect weather conditions and then, of course, the, the racing as well with... Uh, Amelia's Jewel and Imperatriz. Initially, I watched it, Amelia's Jewel, and I thought, you know, that's just a run, I felt. It was just, she didn't really put away um, Jenny. What was the other, what's it? Uh, Pride of Jenny. Pride of Jenny. Uh, didn't put her away, and I thought, oh, this is just, just a run. And then they come out and say that she's run the track record, and I thought, well, if she's run the track record and looked at me and doing it that easy, then uh, look out for anything else she can test. And then Imperatrice was uh, brilliant uh, again. And, uh, yeah, she's got uh, the world's at her feet, really. Uh, she can basically go with whatever she wants, I think. I know they're not going to the Everest. That's the, the word on the street is that they're not going up there. So uh, she's going to have a lot of races at her mercy, that's for sure, over the next uh, month or six weeks. And Amelia's jewel looks like it's Cox Plate bound and uh, $1.35 or 7 to 20 on in the old. But it seemed like... The whole of Melbourne was on the double. Like, yeah. uh, it, it probably, uh, the double, you'd probably get the price of a cheeseburger for the double, but still, I suppose you'd get even money and, and double your money on it. But uh, a, a lot of Melbourne people were cheering both Imperatrice and Amelia's jewel home last night. Yeah, and it was just a great, great to see a good, decent crowd at the races there on a, on a Friday night. Public holiday certainly helps that situation. Uh, but it was, uh, yeah, we can start to, after today with the footy, we'll certainly swing into a lot of uh, the racing really takes over for the next uh, couple of months. Yeah, before. it certainly does. It's really on Broadway uh, and really started last night, uh, of course, and not not forgetting up at Randwick today, Epsom Day. But I've got I've to have one knock on the valley. And, look, I hate when people sort of mimic or copy things. Please let's not play... Sweet Caroline, like, mm. like I mean, we've got the EPL do it. That's fine. That's their thing. And then Sydney Racing did it, and now we're doing it at Melbourne Racing. Do not do that. I just, I thought, oh my, really? Just rolled my eyes back, and everybody's singing Sweet Caroline. Well, you know, I, I can't have it. I can't have it. First world problems. Yeah, but I can't have it. Yeah, it's one of those. I don't know, but there's a lot of lot of. Uh, that uh, that entertainment stuff that just strikes me as a bit strange. I'll tell you sometimes. what, at times last night, I found I was at a 2020 match. Yeah. The music was pumping, and well, I don't mind me music. I mean, don't get me wrong, but 
when I want to listen to music, I'll go listen to music. I'm there to watch the races, not yeah. listen to music pumping. But anyway, like I said, first world, first problems, world problems, Dan. Yes, uh, but it's, uh, it is good to have uh, uh, good racing on the, on the screens. And uh, we also had the Kilmore Cup last week, yeah. uh, last night as well. Yes, so we we'll did. Get, we'll get onto that very I'll shortly. I watched that last night. Yeah, well... And and that's there's the other a, there's thing. There's another can, argument. Can with I that just one have well. another chink yeah, in the go, armor? Go just, for it. They had all the other racing on, which is great with the sound down. Could yeah. we please have the sound up? You want to get people to the races. Uh, you want them to take an interest in the racing. Yet all this racing, like the Kilmore Cup last mm. night, people have got to watch it at the venue with the sound down. Doesn't make it inviting to actually be on course. Yeah, you're not listening anyway. You're there to, you, if you're going to the races, unless you're going to be stuck in a marquee at the, the back of nowhere and not see the racetrack at all, that's fine. But if you're close to the races and the racetrack, you want to be able to hear the races and other races as well. So, yeah, completely agree with that. Um, so it's been a, a relatively quietish week, I guess you could say, with the, from the local flavour. We uh, go back to Ogun uh, last uh, Sunday, and uh, Mark Thompson made the trip up there with uh, Ellen Tormey and combined with Royal Appointment to to win as a short price favourite. It was uh, $1.25 on the fixed one by 17 metres. 2 minutes point seven was the mile right there, just far too good in uh, that in that race. Uh, and uh, we'll a three-year-old who will certainly uh, win more races than that one. So that was the winner up there at Oyen. They're uh, only race up there a couple of times a year, uh, but it's a very tight uh, track, uh, and uh, you need to be pretty uh, pretty good on your feet to win it around uh, around Oyen. The meeting at Shepparton on Thursday was a nine-race card. It was in the afternoon, which was a little bit uh, of the, out of the norm, but. Nonetheless, good car to racing. Lindy Grace won the first for Donna Castles. This uh, mare was brilliant. The run before, running second to the stable mate dancers, led all the way here on Thursday. Stable's absolutely flying. Two one point three was the mile right there. Beat Pesco Polo, Pesco Polo, and Aristotle. Uh, and uh, I think you can follow those, particularly follow the first two with confidence. They were very good. Got to have a hobby, won the second. Ben Yole, Taylor Yule combined. He was an $8.50 chance, won by an absolute space. 158.4 was the mile rate there. Rome won the third race for uh, Wayne Hayes, uh, worked forward to the lead. Finally broke through for its first career win, this six-year-old mare by Courage Under Fire out of Star of Indiana. Um, had been th- threatening to win a race for quite some time uh, and finally was able to get that win on the board and uh, was too strong. Uh, got the win there. Uh, 17 metres at one by 156.8 was the uh, the mile rate there. Uh, a solid performance there from uh, from Rome in the th- in the uh, uh, in the second race there. Now just uh, having a little bit of uh, an issue here with the uh, the screen. There we go. Uh, the third, fourth race, Ringarella one. Craig Turnbull, Abby Turnbull taking the drive. Thirteen dollar chance in the three year old maiden. It worked forward to the front, find the front. 158.5 was the mile rate. Maywin's Duel won the fifth. Ben Yole, Taylor Yule again, $6 again. That was stuck out very deep. Had to get around and got to the lead. 157.3 from Barrier 7. Beat Nicole's Cruiser, the stable mate, and Jude's My Life in third. On the Hunt won the sixth race. Good performance for David Moran. It was the favourite. Uh, pulled out three wide uh, and was uh, able to sit out park. They went pretty uh, solid early, but they really backed it off in the second quarter and then was able to sprint home and was too good for a piece of Lou and Field the night. 
Goodhart won the seventh, the trot for Shane Hobart. Alex Ashwood, it was a $12 chance, got up on the sprint lane and won, 2 uh, Nothing but ways run the eighth. Julie Douglas, Jack Law combining a $7.50 chance. So there was plenty of value on the card throughout this uh, meeting on Thursday. Uh, it was able to win in 158-1. And the last was won by B's Knees for James McPherson and Abby Sanderson. Odds on favourite, narrow victory, just got home over Strawberry Delight and Shaken Sands in 158.7. The uh, next, we'll just have a look at the meeting at Kilmore last night. It was Kilmore Cup. Um, the uh, feature on the card was the, uh, the or two features on the, or a couple of features, I should say. Reg Withers Classic, the three-year-old classic, perfect class, led all the way. It was a $1.15 favourite. Um, it was basically a trial. It was pretty ordinary race, really. They, the favourite led. There was only six in it. Uh, they just went 66 the first half, something ridiculous like that. And then only sprinted a, cur- a furlong up the straight. So it was a pretty boring race, but it won uh, and keeps its uh, good record intact. The Trotters Cup was uh, the Trotters Cup was a bit more exciting. Olavici was the winner here. It was a Quinella for Chris uh, Chris Lang and Sonia Ma. Um, and the favourite, Olavici, won off the 30 metres, beat Bullion Harry. The uh, run of the race was one over all for Jess Tubbs, Greg Sugars, was an odds-on favourite, came off the 30, made a lightning move down the back straight to try and find the front because they hadn't gone ridiculously quick and he galloped at about the 1,400 metre mark and uh, he got back into his gate uh, and he tacked on and he was close enough turning for home but he just having to do all that chasing in the end cost him. And Olavici and Bullion Hallery won the, uh, ran the Quinella in the Cup. So a good performance there in the feature. And then the uh, the prestigious Kilmore Cup, the Group 2. Um, I mean, it's, a, it's a, an old chestnut and we've we've harped on it for ever and a day about it being uh, not a standing start and the Country Cups are a, a bit of a boring situation and, and so forth. And, I mean, this wasn't a great, great spectacle. They found their positions, they walked, they sprinted home. Admittedly, the, the leader didn't win, but it was the leader, leader's back and three the pegs that uh, fought the battle out. Uh, Better Eclipse was the winner for just, just Tubbs, Greg Sugars. Uh, $3.90 chance, they went only only 158.8. The mile rate there, 29.7, the last two quarters. So it, it raised a lot of issues. It raises its head again, the, the, the chestnut of outstanding start cup races. And, you know, this race... Traditionally run on the day after Cox Plate. They've moved it around. It just seems to lose its flavour. I don't know what the answer is. I Well, I do know what the answer is. They shouldn't have changed the damn thing at all. It's happening a lot with the oh, trots now, it's, isn't it's it? Like, especially not, on feature racing. It is. Uh, I, I, get, I get that it's a different a different breed of horse to what we had you know, 20 years ago. Uh, and I understand that. But there's the, the traditions in, in, in harness racing that need to be protected. We've lost, we've lost those with the standing starts going by the wayside for the cups, for the pacing cups. We still obviously have the handicaps, the trotters handicaps and stuff because there's no other way to handicap them. Um, but the 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 race was boring. Rock and roll do drew seven. He blew like the you know the north wind in the market. No one wanted to back him. And what's he do at the start? He goes back from barrier seven, goes back to last. He couldn't possibly win the race from back there. You make it a standing start. He might not step away. You don't know. I mean, he probably will because he's got, he's raced in a New Zealand Cup. It's just boring, and I mean, they just won't change the, their perspective on it. The the powers that be, 
Uh, and, you know, you have a, a traditional race like the Kilmore Cup, which used to be a hotly contested race. The prize money's still good, but the fact that it's just a mobile, it all comes down to barrier draw. And I know there's barrier draws in the in stands as well, but it comes down to manners and horsemanship and all that sort of stuff. And it's just, it was just pedestrian and it's crap and it's not good enough and we need to see something happen and something to change because you're not going to increase turnover by serving that up as your feature races, um, you know, with the top line runners. And And, and not only that, Dan, I remember back in the day where the Kilmore Cup was a big feature race. Oh, yeah. And and now it's up against light night racing at Mooney Valley. And and that's the other thing too. I I was lost, completely lost in the coverage last night because it was on a Friday night with Mooney Valley with the Group 1. Why they moved it from the Sunday after Cox played is beyond me, but, uh, yeah, they, it's it's just... It's disappointing. It is really disappointing, and I hope that, uh, you know, there might be some uh, changes to the uh, to the foresight of uh, these feature races because we're just doing the same thing. It's rinse and repeat, and it's not working for the enjoyment of the harness racing participants and the followers. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting times, isn't it? Like, I, 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 when when administrators do things like that, I like to reserve my judgment a little bit to see what their reasoning was, and maybe they had really good reasons as to what they're doing, but you and me can't see it as the average punter in the street. Well, the thing is, if they're doing it for turnover, the harness racing turnover is through the floor at the moment. Like the Gallops and the Greyhounds, the Greyhounds in particular are just absolutely dominating. Mm. And the market share that the harness has got is uh, is basically nothing. Uh, so suggesting that doing this is going to, was the, to increase market share uh, or increase turnover is just, it's a ridiculous argument and it's just got no no credibility whatsoever. Yeah, uh, and, and look, I think these days with your big feature races and that, like the Inner Dominions and stuff, these days they seem to be watered down. Yeah, a, a little bit. I mean, the, the, those sort of races, you, you you still got to have those sort of mobile races where it comes down to, to barrier draws and things like that. But the tradition of some of these country cups, uh, for, for Forever and a day, the only country cups that I can remember that were mobiles were Ballarat and Bendigo. Shepparton uh, was a stand; it's now a mobile. But you just had the Ballarat Cup was a mobile, uh, and the the Bendigo Cup was a mobile. I think Cranbourne was as traditionally always been a mobile, may have been a stand. And back you had in the Popular day. Arm in the early eighties yeah, competing and they at were the all, Bendigo Cups and, and they were always and they were handicapped, and it made it interesting, and it was better better racing and better you know potentially better turnover but now it's just uh, vanilla racing and it's just it just does no anyone doesn't end, no one any favors i think going off my memory i think it was 1982 popular arm won the bendigo and shepherd and cups and was going for a big bonus in the ballarat cup and mm. ended out getting defeated yeah. but uh and he yeah. won two kill he won two Kilmore cups yep. his second one was probably one of the Biggest wins of all time in that particular race, and the, the but it crowd was a big day. race back it then. Was. It, yeah. it was, and I mean, you're still racing for seventy five thousand, but it just feels like you're racing for a uh, you know midweek six grand race or seven grand race, and it's disappointing. Mm. But that's it for the uh, the wrap up of the week. When I've got my uh, bit of a rant off my chest, and I know I've said it, harped on it over many many episodes across the last couple of years, but it is a it is a real sticking point for me, and I really hope and wish that there's something changes with it. So you're calling tonight? I am calling tonight. The Meadows tonight, twelve yep. on the card. Just as well, Melbourne did make the grand final. It would have been a bit more 
complicated. But uh, now I'll be driving down whilst the grand final's on and uh, looking forward to a good card there tonight. But we've got racing at uh, Mildura tonight. A little bit trickier there to do the form, but we'll see if we can find a winner. Uh, and obviously all these big races, particularly up in Sydney this afternoon. Yeah, Guinea's night at Mildura, a pretty big night up there at Mildura. Or do we say down there or up there? Up there, up there certainly yeah. up there. It's up there, Mildura. And uh, one thing I do know about Mildura, it is a hot place. It'll be warm up there tonight, that's for sure. And uh, one thing, it is for sure, it will only get hotter as the uh, months roll on. We'll go to a sponsor's break, Dan, come out the other side. We'll have a look at uh, some winners at the Meadows, Mildura, Ranwick, Mornington, and we'll have a bit of a crack and see how we go. But always, of course, gamble responsibly. The Marupna Golf Club, home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range, and it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value-for-money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep. Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club. 1FM sponsor. Let Merit Funeral Services take the stress out of your funeral arrangements. Whether you're looking to prepay a funeral, arrange a bond or pre-arrange a complete funeral, Merit Funeral Services are just a phone call away. They can even come direct to you anywhere across the region to help walk you through the process each and every step of the way. With more than 40 years industry experience, expect nothing less than service and advice that exceeds your expectations. Let Merit Funeral Services take care of everything. Phone 58251651. 1FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one-stop for all your sports news. My favourite part of the week on the Super Saturday Sport Show, Gamble Responsibly, where we do try and find a winner on this grand final day. Hopefully Collingwood's one of those uh, this afternoon, Dan just shakes his head. Brisbane, he's hoping Brisbane, for Brisbane by plenty. Yeah, that's what he's thinking. So uh, you can leave now, Dan. We're, we're cancelling so the show. No, only joking, of course. Uh, let's have a look at Mildura first, Dan. This big harness racing, of course. I believe it's the Mildura Guineas this evening. Yeah, the three-year-old Guineas. It's generally, I thought it was always generally run at their Cup Carnival, but they've obviously moved it. Um, I. Just don't know whether they actually had to move it because I don't think they got enough noms at the the uh, at Easter time. But regardless, uh, look, the, it's difficult to assess the form when you don't concentrate it all, on it all the time. But we'll see how we go. Multi tonight, race one number nine. Bet on the Tiger for Julie Douglas. Jack Law uh, was uh, down the track at uh, Melton last time out. It's been doing most of its racing uh, certainly south of the uh, the Sunraysia. Comes out of the Super Size. Um, Super Series, the Vic Bridge Super Series in the four-year-old series. Ran fourth um, in a at the silver pace behind Major Major at Bendigo two runs ago. So, look, this is a big drop in class. Bad barrier draw, but uh, I think it's got class on its side, and I think it should be going close. So, race one, number nine. Second leg is race three, number two, for Tony. Uh, for Naomi Kerr and Daryl Douglas. Won at Oyen last week, led. I think it might do the same thing over the sprint trip here. Um, goes, uh, he's a nine-year-old, so he's been around the bush for a long time. He's won seven of 54, but winning form is good form, and I think if it leads, it's won, th- it's won two of its last three runs, and I think if it leads, I think it will be winning with Daryl Douglas in the cart. So race one, number nine, into race three, number two, round the... $5.78. Yeah, so... Couple of uh, reasonably nice favourites there in the uh, the multi tonight. 
Quaddy. Um, I uh, just having a look at the Quaddy tonight. First league numbers are three, six, and eight. Um, John McLean, uh, Alder Rage, and Shady As. Good, good enough uh, to take those three. I think on their own. John McLean's probably going to be the one to beat because it's got the barrier draw. Second league numbers here are four, five, six, and seven. I mean, if you wanted to just take the four and the five, you probably could, but I had to throw Bernie Winkle just in case there's a bit of speed on and Blue Chip Delight is first up and uh, it could put, throw in a good race uh, because of that. So just took the four of them there. Third league's the feat, one of the features of the night, the Northern Region Championship final. I've gone one out here with Heathburn Bruce for Julie Douglas, Jack Law. It's, one, it's uh, two heats of the series, drawn the pole. I just think it leads. Danger's obviously going to be the 10, but that barrier draw makes it a little bit difficult. So I think the leader, Heathburn Bruce, just leads and wins. Had support already on fixed odds. Last look at the quaddies, the Mildura Guineas. And the numbers here are 1, 4 and 8. They're the three obvious ones in the market. Uh, Little Lou is going to be awfully hard to beat uh, for Aaron Dunn. Comes here after running uh, in the silver pace, running 7th in that series, ran second in a heat of the Vic Bread behind Petrarca three runs ago. So the form's really strong. So gone with those in the quaddy there tonight at Mildura. Uh, first leg, three, six, and eight. Second leg of the quaddy, you're going to take uh, four, five, six, and seven. Third leg, we take one out, number one. And the last leg, one, four, and eight. $5 will get you 13%, Dan. There we go. So hopefully we can land something there at uh, Mildura tonight, uh, and which is a traditional meeting on grand final night up there at Mildura. And, of course, you're at the Meadows calling for RSN this evening. First gets underway at 6.34pm tonight. We're, we'll know who won the grand final We by shall. Then. We shall. And um, uh, 12 event card there. Good card. Uh, my best is later on the night, race 10, number 7, Fabs Udon. For Tom Dale, it's about $2.90, which is not a bad price about it. I think it's absolutely flying. It was a brilliant winner at the Geelong meeting uh, last time out. It's only had a couple of runs at the Meadows previously. It hasn't done much, and it's been racing at Geelong for forever and a day over the last uh, couple of months. So, But it comes back to the Meadows. It's got decent enough speed. I think it's going to be really hard to beat. So race 10, number nine is my, uh, race 10, number seven is my best. Uh, it was a really good night of c- racing. Um, the uh, other one to keep an eye out on is uh, the free-for-all race, race eight. Um, Tim Zhu goes around. He's about 3.20. Um, but I've gone with number four, Shimmer Current, in that race. He's about $5 at the moment. It's a ripping contest. Uh, if he finds the front, Shimmer Current, I think he might be winning. But Tim Zhu's a star on the rise, and he goes well. Fred Rose, I think I made my best bet last week, and he ran third. So it's that sort of race. Uh, a really competitive race there, the last leg of the quaddy. If you're going to have a quaddy there tonight, first leg of the quaddy, race five, I would take number four, Gary Stunon, as one out. He uh, was brilliant in the heat, uh, and he draws four in the final, and I think he will uh, get across and lead. He's absolutely flying, Gary Stunon. He loves the Meadows, so there are a couple of plays there at the Meadows tonight. No worries, Dan. And we might have a real quick look at the horse racing. Of course, traditional these days at Mornington over the probably about 15 years or so or probably 10 years a decade at least anyway we have got of course the uh, RM Ansett Classic and uh, today there at of course Mornington on a good four look I've gone for race seven number one Regal Power but I've also gone for race seven number three uh, Marisite Bay 
Interesting race. Born a King, the favourite, 230 for Chris Wallabow Mertens. Uh, Marisati Bay's 550. They had a little bit of specking on the fixed odds. And Regal Power's been six into 550. Uh, Dick Whittington's also at that $5.50 quote. Interesting race. Born a King's obviously the favourite there, but. I um, just uh, I think he's probably going to be the one to beat uh, if he can run the trip out again at 2,400. Uh, obviously, these ones are at the lower end of the, the ranking, so they'll be trying to uh, boost their uh, ranking to try and get into some of those better races in the next few weeks. And, of course, there's racing at Sandown tomorrow as well. Should point that out. And, uh, of course, it was Benalla Cup Day yesterday as well. Very successful program. Should point out as well that the Benalla uh, Turf Club uh, were the club of the year, country club of the year they as were. well. Yeah, a very good uh, result for them there. And also it was a great day with the racing yesterday. The crowd looked strong from what I did see uh, the vision-wise. So they'd have to be happy with the turn up there yesterday. And real quickly, Dan, the Epsom. I've gone race eight, number three, the inevitable. Uh, race eight, number 12, pounding. And race eight, number 15, Madam Pomeroy. I've had $3 to win on all of them. This is an absolute raffle. It's $7 the field. It's an insane market. Uh, I think Kovalika's got to be a chance around the $8.50 mark. And uh, I love uh, number 16, Democracy Manifest. It'll be succulent Chinese meals for all if it wins this afternoon. Democracy Manifest. You've just reminded me I might have a dollar on that as well. Oh, it's just, it's a beautiful name of a horse if you know the backstory with it. No worries, Dan. And, uh, of course, cheer hard for Collingwood. I know you will in the grand final. Oh, I've, I'm worried for you. I think, uh, I think, Collingwood might have used all their good luck and good fortune. I think Brisbane might run over the top of you this afternoon. No worries, Sam. We'll do it all again next week. Thanks, mate. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.